search engine for that beat. It's called Pastel Park, and you can find more of his music on streaming platforms. That's S-R-C-H-E-N-G-N if you're looking for it. All right, guys, we are back with another episode of Industry Unpacked, and our friend Kaylee Howell is here today. Kaylee is a live and touring photographer as well as the editor-in-chief at Resurgent Magazine. Kaylee, how are you? Good. How are you guys? We are We're good. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone uh, who is listening, we are at the studio bright and early this morning. Mm -hmm. We Uh, got here at 7 a.m. 7 (laughs) a.m. to record an episode. (laughs) I can't believe Kaylee got up. Early. I know. Thank I you so much. <laughs> thank you. On of a course, Sunday. Thank you guys for having <laughs> me. On a Sunday, guys. We are here bright and early on a Sunday. We're going to try yeah. to sound like we are wide awake. Um, Olivia mm-hmm. and I were pre-gaming with some Megan the Stallion this morning. Heck Do you guys yeah. know what that we, is? Yeah. That's was, a Sunday morning. It was definitely yeah. getting me out of like the slumber for sure. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's no joke. And now we have coffee, so everything's going to be fine. We're ready to go. Excuse our morning voices, though, because mine might be uh, a little prominent right now, but we'll it's amp whatever. Up. Yeah. For It'll sure. be fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be great. Cool. So, Kaylee, um, what's been going on? How are you? Good. Um, I have been busy with work. Um, lots of so like right now it's like summer is kind of like festival season, so we're kind of amping up for all of those. Um, but it's nice because like school's kind of not existent right now. Right, and you're yeah. a student at Wayne State, yeah. Yes, I am. I'm a journalism student at Wayne State with a minor in photography. Mm-hmm. So, um. It's kind of nice having a break from that in the summer because for sure fall season kind of comes around like fall kind of all of a sudden becomes tour season right Mm -hmm. and everyone comes and then it's the start of the school year and it's like it's no joke yeah it's crazy and what festivals have you been working over the summer so we um actually we are hoping to get so I have actually haven't been working any of them I've been editing everybody's stories for them but um I have Sad Summer Festival coming up at the Crowfoot with Mayday Parade awesome. and State Champs. Oh, like Emo Night times 25. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm so excited. And then um, I believe I just finished editing um, our Jeffrey, our contributor's story for Disrupt Festival that just happened with Sleeping with Sirens and The Used and Some 41. So awesome. it was another kind of like old like yeah. collection of emo bands right but like the complete opposite spectrum of sad summer so it was kind of fun to look at his shots from that definitely yeah Yeah. so again you are a live and touring photographer and for anyone who doesn't know that means you go to concerts and festivals and you get to go to the front of the crowd and get like these really awesome photos (laughs) so um can you tell us what it's like to kind of get that front and center like front and center perspective um, so at first it was very intimidating mm. because you're like in front of the crowd. And at first I was like afraid I was like blocking those, like, cause I've been that person at a concert in the front row and you've waited in line. And then I'm like, Oh, now I'm here like blocking their view. Right. Yeah. But you're only there for the first three songs. So mm. you're not there for the entire set, which, um, I'm not super tall. There's another photographer, a friend of mine, who he's, like, six foot something. And he, oh, like, no. spends the time crouching. Of course. Where yeah. I try to, <laughs> yeah. like, I'd be, like, appropriate where if I can tell someone's kind of, like, annoyed by my presence, I'm like, I'm going to move, like, yeah. get out of their way. But it's really, it's very different than standing in the crowd. Um, I think because you're, because the crowd's behind you, you're kind of getting a look at like how there it's kind of separates you from the crowd where right. you're getting yeah a, forget it's me, like I'm a like whole chicken. different experience yeah really mm. it really is and I, I think when you're at a concert and 
you're in the crowd, you really feed off the crowd of that energy. Yes. And then when you're up in the front and you're doing media, it's you're probably like in your own little like bubble. You can oh, start. Yeah. And, and then mm-hmm. it's like you turn around and you get to see the band's perspective. And then suddenly it's like, oh, because you don't feel the energy of the crowd For as sure. much. You're and so it, focused on just yeah. like the performance. And it definitely feels like, okay, this is a job. This is work. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's totally different. It's really, really cool though. Yeah. I think my favorite moment from like standing in that photo pit is turning around when they turn the house lights on Mm -hmm. and the crowd's like singing back. And like, I love capturing like the crowd's faces, but then turning around and getting the artist's face while they're not singing. Yep. And everybody's singing their own words. That's like one of my favorite moments to witness from the pit. Yeah. And that's the reason that I love um, live shows is the hearing the crowd sing it's like such a magical moment yes. too. Yeah. so getting mm-hmm. to see it from uh, up front is super duper cool what was the uh, first show that you shot uh okay so the first show that I shot from a photo pit was Memphis Mayfire and the Devil Wears Prada at the nice. Crowfoot back in was it 2015 or 2016 Around there. Uh-huh. Um, I was, like, so nervous because it was my yeah. first time having, like, press access to the photo pit. And I had shot shows at, like, the Pike Room or the Shelter where you didn't... Yeah, you don't... It's different. You could shoot from the crowd, but it was, like, a whole different experience. And I felt, like, hot... Can I see shit? Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Yeah. I felt, like, hot shit because I'm, like, <laughs> yeah, here's my photo pass. Like, here I am. Yeah, my best friend right. was, like, standing in the front row. She's, like, you've got this. And Aww. it was cute. It was really fun. Um which it's so funny because now I'm at the Crowfoot so much that like security and like staff recognizes right. me and yeah. it's become one of like those home venues where I immediately feel like comfortable and I know where I'm going and I know nothing's gonna like if something goes awry then I know they've got my back. Yeah, but, for sure. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it, I know before you started shooting shows, mm-hmm. you were always in the crowd just as somebody yes. a, a regular <laughs> attendee, and so Ooh, mm-hmm. when you get those media credentials, it's like mm, everybody watch out. Here. Yeah, oh. you're like my face, my my face is my ID. Yeah. Thank you very much. You're like, I'm important now. <laughs> yes. so I need to back up. Um, yeah, no, it's super duper exciting, and it's mm-hmm. like imposter syndrome. Yes, it is real, which I feel like we talk about that on every single episode. Just yeah, because we're always like, what is going on? And when you have those moments when oh, you're in yeah, the front literally. of the crowd and you get to turn around and like, mm-hmm. I mean, you just shot Allie and AJ, for example. Yes. Like you shot Greta Van Fleet. Mm-hmm. And Easy. when they're right in front of you, it's like, oh, but then do you yes. also have those experiences where you start to realize like those are just people? And yes. it's now mm-hmm. like going to a show in music in the industry is so different mm-hmm. from what it was when we were younger, just because when oh, you yeah. start working in the industry, it's like that whole perspective shifts yes yeah yeah especially like so I have um very dear friends who are in the local scene and when I photograph their shows like I'm usually right after I'm helping them carry their gear off stage I'm helping them because usually um one of them's like interacting with the crowd so then I'll kind of help everyone else get stuff off stage and Mm -hmm. make sure everything's clear and make sure the pit's clear nobody's like tripping on anything which now like I find myself doing that even at like national touring shows like I was just at Youngblood at the Pike mm-hmm. Room and the Pike Room had a photo pit for once which the Pike Room never has a photo right. pit yeah. so it was nice because it was sold out but they it was like 90 something degrees in the oh room oh my gosh and the venue was handing out water bottles to everybody and they were spraying water but the pit was like littered with water bottles <laughs> so I like took it upon myself to like start like hauling them out of there because I'm like the artists have to like walk through there and I'm like I just I managed myself tripping on one of them <laughs> and I'm like I don't want that to happen to anybody else which it was kind of nice because then every, all the other photographers like followed me and we all kind of cleaned it up yeah but, it's a um, cool community yeah you definitely feel a little bit more involved mm-hmm. with the process 
So why uh, photography and music? Were those things you were always like passionate about and wanted to get into? Yeah. Um, so my senior year of high school, I actually spent most high school wanting to go into culinary arts. Um, I want to be a no baker way. and make those cool cakes. <laughs> you can totally do both. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I can photograph cakes, like yeah, make them. Definitely. <laughs> um, and I, I always want to be going to photography mm-hmm. and I love music. I was avidly going to concerts. I was like that high school email girl. Mm-hmm. My friends um, in the local band As You Divide, they were just getting started, and they were like, hey, we need photos. You like taking photos, so come follow us. Right. And I had just been introduced to a Day to Remembers touring photographer, Adam Almakaius, and I was like, that, like, his shots blew me away. And I'm like, that's what I want to do. I want to tour with musicians, and I want to just capture that moment. So I, I really owe this or my career to the guys in As You Divide, because they, like, took a chance on me, that's and awesome. they were like hey, come out with us to our shows. And we kind of learned together, like, the ropes in the industry, which was nice because then we all networked. And from there I met um, Don Woodman, who was the music editor at the Pitt Media, which was a national publication. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I need help, and I like what you're doing. So he brought me on. So How long did you work for the Pitt? I was at the Pitt for about two two-ish years two and a half yeah that's some good experience time on your belt yeah Yeah, for sure Mm -hmm. and do you think now you still want to be a touring photographer or do you think you want to stick around and have like a home base and kind of do what you're doing now shooting for resurgent see that's hard that's such a hard question because I want I want both which is Mm -hmm. such a hard thing to like I want it all but I I want a tour um in a sense that I think the longest I would want to be gone would be like a month. Okay. Um, it's so hard being a touring photographer. I mean, touring music, anyone touring, it's so hard. Um, cause it's even hard to like that job back at home. It's like, Hey, I have to be gone for a month and hopefully don't like fire me while I'm gone. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, so it's kind of that, like right now I'm lucky enough where I have some friends who are like local who are now starting to do like little weekend runs and, they're looking at like, okay, well, you haven't toured yet, so we can bring you on, so you have that little like weekend experience and kind of it's the same thing like growing with them, right? Um, so I do, I do want to tour. I want that experience of like having days off and like going with the band, and, like capturing those moments as yeah. well as like the on stage, um, which I think is the fun part about being a touring photographer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And now that you're a professional lady boss, like what kind of equipment like do you use and stuff okay. as far as like camera work and things like that? Give me your setup. Let's hear it. Oh boy. So I shoot Nikon, which everyone's like, I feel like any photographer listener is going to cringe at that because everyone <laughs> shoots Canon or Sony now. Well, you know yeah. what? If it works, it works. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I have a D7200, which is Nikon's like highest um, cropped frame sensor camera. So I haven't gone full frame yet. Um, camera equipment so expensive. <laughs> so oh yeah, expensive. it's insane. Yes, it's so stressful. Um, but I actually recently upgraded to that from my Nikon D thirty two hundred, which I guess for any Canon shooters, it's like the equivalent of a Rebel. But I upgraded from that, and then I got a seventeen to fifty five lens, which it's my go to lens because I can get that seventeen millimeter like wide angle shot, mm-hmm. but I can still zoom in quite enough to where nice. I can get a little bit more of like a profile. Um, and then I'll switch between that and just like the nifty 50. And I recently acquired a 24 millimeter 1.4, which means that I can really knock stuff out of focus behind people, which looks really pretty on stage. Yes. 
Um, I use Lightroom. I was to edit say, everything. Yeah, as far as yes. editing. So you're a Lightroom. And I know like your photos. If you guys go on and look at um, Kaylee's Instagram, which her personal is Kaylee Howell Photo, mm-hmm. um, and there's also Resurgent Mag. Um, if you look at those photos, they definitely have a very stylized filter. So is that yes, something that like you definitely. build yourself and like you pop it on your photos or do you do each photo individually? How does that work? So um, a lot of concert photography is color correction. Yeah. Um, and this is kind of being a young photographer. It kind of goes against everything that the older generation of photojournalists believe in because like you're not supposed to doctor your photos. But there's venues that are sh- like they're lighting these artists in all red dark light and it's not a good photo. So rather than just turning it black and white, something that a lot of younger photographers have started doing is color correcting in Lightroom yeah. and which it's now become like an art in itself, which I I was very therapeutic for me, like watching something go from like all pink to like natural skin tones. Yeah. But um I take it in a Lightroom. I have like developed my own presets that I can like just quickly throw on. But each one, I kind of go in and make sure. Like, I do little tweaks mm-hmm. between them. Um, depending on the, like, venue and the tour and the lighting. Um, like, I have a preset for, like, the Crowfoot's all red lighting just to make it easier and quicker on my end. Right. But I really do try to make each one look at least unique in a sense where I haven't just slapped my preset on and not done any work to it. Mm-hmm. But I still want it to have my, like, branded style to it. How long does that editing process normally take you? Um, for about one show in total, it would take me about like an hour, hour and a half, depending on the lighting. Right. For sure. Mm -hmm. And then, um, so once you have like the photos are done and edited Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, not only do you put it like on your personal like Instagram, you also put it on Resurgent Magazine. Yes. So for anyone who's never seen Resurgent Magazine Mm -hmm. before, would you mind describing it and tell us what it's about? So Resurgent is a Detroit-based music publication Mm -hmm. and my good friend Robert Sherman co-founded it with me. Um, I feel like I have to go like all the way back to the beginning. Yeah, no, please do. Yeah. So we were both working for national publications at the time. I was at the pit and he was at a eccentric magazine and we were both like, I mean, we were happy where we were at, but we were very like, we wanted more than just being like a contributor. And I, at the time was the assistant music editor mm-hmm. at the pit. Cause we were, we were a small team, but I was taking on more responsibilities of like sending other people's requests and taking on more of an editor role. Um, but I wanted that like at edit, like full editor role so he came to me he's like let's just start our own publication and it was very scary at the time because we both had that comfort and reassurance of a national publication behind us where we're like you know you can get approved for shows right right so we'd be dropping that security and just going all on our own but we did (laughs) and we both had established relationships with publicists um with artists across genres and when we reached out to them again we were like we're at a new publication we're starting we're in detroit and thankful like very thankfully most of them were like okay like they're like here's your pass like we they completely trusted us in our work which um between Robert and I that I mean that was just a huge like compliment it was very humbling moving on our own and then still having these national publicists who are handling like Greta Van Fleet Mm -hmm. and um like we came as Romans and they're like okay do your thing like we've got you and it was it was You're like, so, what? Like, okay, cool. I know. All right. like, you trust me this much, but okay. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, it's a reciprocated relationship. Um, for anyone mm-hmm. who doesn't know, if you are going to a show or a festival mm-hmm. and you want to shoot the show or if you want to do interviews, uh, yeah. you have to get either a media pass or a photo pass mm-hmm. to make mm-hmm. that happen. 
Um, and that process usually involves either contacting a publicist or you have to actually submit like a proposal yeah. um, to the company that's running the festival mm-hmm. or the show. Um, so I was going to ask about that and I'm glad that you kind of discussed it. Um, yeah. Like building up credibility and in order to get those media credentials, you can't be like, hey, my name is Delaney Wheeler and Greta Van Fleet <laughs> is one of my favorite bands and I would really appreciate it if I could come in and take pictures. Right. Yeah. I feel like most people would be like, uh, yeah, okay, whatever. Right, exactly. No. So you have to have like something behind you it's mm-hmm. usually good if you have like a very legitimate email address for example yes. uh, something to show that you mean business so that's kind of mm-hmm. how uh, that works so I mean you said for you it was mainly just about knowing people ahead of time and doing a lot of that networking yes. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was a lot of networking a lot of research um, Robert and I from the beginning we like strive for professionalism so our e- not that we weren't professional before right but we made sure that our we had our research email set up we had the URL set up and before we even started requesting shows, we made sure we still had content. So our first article was actually, um, our first feature was an interview with Mike Martinson from Boys of Fall, who they're from Detroit. They had taken a hiatus for a little bit, and what we at first thought they were done. They announced that they were done, and they came back. So I had known Mike kind of through people in the industry, and I was like, hey, I'm starting this magazine. You guys are coming back. Let's do an interview. And he did. And it turned out to be, it's still one of my favorite interviews that I've ever done. And from there, our, our views soared because, like, we kind of released the article when they announced that they were coming back. Yeah. And we had some local shows. Because something that Research It, I feel like I'm bouncing around here, something that Research It strives to do is cover local musicians as much as we're covering national bands. Yeah. Which is something, especially in Detroit, we are so lucky to have such, like, a dense and talented local music industry. Yeah, definitely. And it's something where, like, I feel like it's, sometimes it's not fair. I don't want to say not fair. But, like, I, Paramore can come to town, and everyone's going to want to cover them. Right. But a year in New York's going to have a show at the Pike Room, and they sold it out, and that's such a huge accomplishment for them. But you see, like, two photographers, maybe one publication covering it. Mm-hmm. So we really want to give those, like, smaller artists a voice and a way to say, this is what we're doing, and this is how we're doing it. Absolutely. So that's something that we started doing. We built up our local shows, and then we started reaching out to those publicists again, and we're like... This is our new magazine. And side note, A Year yes. in New York is a kick-ass band. I love them. Michael <laughs> so and Brittany are good. so talented. I've never met them personally, but their music, like the quality of mm-hmm. their production is so good. Gonna, like, what kind of genre of music are they? Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> what kind of genre of music are they? It's like a, it's an alternative, alternative. rock. Yeah, yeah okay. it's mm-hmm. really, really great. But continue. Yes. Yeah. Just had to give them that <laughs> Side note. Yeah, it's so <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> Check them out. <laughs> they, um... They're another one of those bands that they they took a chance on me from the beginning. They were like, oh, this girl's like running around with SU Divide. Like, let's bring in one of our shows. And I've been with them from the beginning. I don't quote me on this, but I might be touring with them in August for like a little weekend. It's all up in the air because the band they're touring with has their own photographers. So it's like, do you really need two photographers for a small tour? Right. So, yeah. So then we started reaching out to the national publicists. And um, I think it would have been Speak Low, um, which... Speak Love, You Speak Love, which is Ryan Scott Graham from State Champs. He, We did an interview with him as well as covering his show. He was opening for – oh, my – this is so long ago. I'm so sorry. No, I forgot. it's okay. <laughs> um, so we covered the tour that he was on, and we try to have a week turnaround because we do know that we are a smaller publication. Mm. Um, it's volunteer-based work. So we at least have a week turnaround. And if it's the end of a tour, then we're like, okay, you've got to get it done before the tour ends. Um, we get everything up. We always have a review accompanying our photo galleries from the shows, which is something that 
I always tell our photographers, and I'm like, if you have never written before, like, it's okay. That's what I'm here for. I'll help you guide it. But we can't just have photos. We need to have strong content behind it. Right. And something that I will, like, preach forever is that, like, a show review is not just talking about the set list and, like, the artist's history. Like, you have to find something that made it unique. Right, definitely, Mm -hmm. like, describing, like, the setting, the scene, like, what it felt like and things like that. That's important. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, it's so funny because we joke about the fact that, like, every artist will come to town and be like, oh, Detroit, you were, like, the best show on tour, which we're like, yeah, they probably say that every night. Yeah. But there's usually something unique at every show that didn't happen. Or there's a fan in the crowd that, like, I've spoken to, like, 10-year-olds who are at, like, metal shows. I'm like, what are you doing here? Like, (laughs) you're the best. It's so fun. And I love, like, connecting with the fans and, like, capturing, like, what the fans felt in that article. And then then we bring, like, our photos into it. And it's, like, I want to make someone who wasn't able to go feel like they were able to go. Yeah. 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 And then, so you talked about how you do, like, photo galleries Mm -hmm. and show reviews. Um, But aside from that, you guys also just released uh, Pride uh, features. Yes. So can you tell us about that and what that was about? So I want to give major kudos to Hope Winkles, our Mm -hmm. um, lead writer at Resurgent, because they approached me with this idea to do a Pride series. And I was like, yes, let's do it. Let's run with it. And we (laughs) spent, like, a week emailing artists. We had, like, this huge spreadsheet of small artists, national artists. We, we emailed Miley Cyrus as publicist. We're you like, never know. we have an oh my interview. Gosh. You never Could know. you imagine that? I would like lose my shit. Our hearts were like racing. <laughs> we're like, okay, we're just going to do it. Like, yeah. But we wanted to feature um, LGBTQ artists, queer artists. And it, I actually really love how it turned out because we featured a lot of smaller artists, which mm-hmm. is still what Resurgent stands for, giving mm-hmm. those smaller artists a voice. And we wanted to talk to them about how their sexuality affected their music and highlight something that they don't usually, they don't always have a voice about. Mm-hmm. And it's, it was really, I'm so proud of us for that because mm-hmm. it's, I think, one of our strongest pieces of work that we have. And they really are because mm-hmm. even like the interviews, I was reading some of them and they're just so in depth and really capture what they went through and just mm-hmm. kind of like how, um, their sexuality like influences like their music and stuff and Mm -hmm. it's really great and if you guys haven't read it I highly suggest you check it out it is some of probably like the best things I've ever read Mm -hmm. um so you can check that out at resurgentmag.com it's really great yeah so you are the editor-in-chief as well so I mean I know you worked a lot on those pieces um I know you also helped coordinate who was going out and covering shows and things like that so yes Mm -hmm. Coming, uh, I mean, right now you're still in school, so yes. this is like a huge accomplishment, you guys. Like, Kaylee is working on a publication that she helped uh, actually create, and now mm-hmm. you're, you have a huge hand in the yes. magazine. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what is it like having uh, so much authority at such a young age in something you're so passionate about? Um, It's very, like... Sometimes I forget that I, like, am the editor-in-chief, yeah. <laughs> that, like, I have this authority... Um, it's very, it's, there's, it's a double-edged sword because at the same time, it's, it's great. I have authority over what we're curating and what we're creating Mm -hmm. and I have a huge sense of responsibility with it and I love it. And our team is, I'm so grateful for our team and everyone tries to help out when they can. And even if they're not full-time contributors, they're like, Hey, I, I have the show that I want to shoot. Like if you're not covering it, do you mind if I cover it for you? And we really try to highlight local contributors. Um, we have all Detroit-based photographers, Detroit-based writers, 
and we actually are looking at reaching out to Chicago and creating like a little Chicago branch in oh, a sense that awesome. like we're going to cover Chicago's local scene and yeah. kind of follow that trend. Um, I have two Chicago photographers that are interested in shooting for us. So I'm so no excited way. to like expand it. And it's very, um, it's very intimidating at the same time because I am still a female working in a male dominated industry. Yeah. So it's very much intimidating. Like mm-hmm. I will go to a photo pit at DT, any of like the larger arena shows, there is usually the older crowd of photographers there, which I thankfully I know most of them now and they are very nice, but there's still this sense of like, well, we're, we've been doing this longer than you. They look down on you. Yeah. yeah. And it's very like, I'm like, well, I'm doing just as much as you are. I may have a smaller publication, but I'm an editor. Like I, I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I have as much experience and at the time I was like, when we started, I was so, when I, I was so scared that nobody was going to take me seriously mm-hmm. because I, Working in the local scene, especially, I was so afraid of just being known as like a groupie and like some girl, like fangirl who just wants to yeah. be at shows, which is such like a horrible stigma that especially female photographers, you like, I want to say used to have because I really think, especially in the rock industry, like female photographers are like taking the lead, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Like, um, Ashley Osborne, she toured with All Time Low and then now she's doing work with Blink 182. And mm-hmm. it's amazing seeing females start to like take over. I don't want to say take over, but like they're taking over like the photography industry and in the music sense. Can you tell us more about maybe challenges you face being a female in a male dominating industry? Like, is there yeah. a particular story that kind of sticks out to you that you can kind of tell us and stuff like that? Um, yeah. So I'm, I, I love telling the story in a sense that like it's very eye opening to how females are treated, but I feel bad because it's definitely like stereotyping country music. Um, but well. I photograph faster horses. Here we go. For the pit. Buckle up, everybody. <laughs> okay. So um, I photograph faster horses. And don't get me wrong. The it was Everything was handled professionally by, like, the festival. I don't want to give a bad name to faster horses. But I was the only female media professional working. Wow. Um, no way. For two out of the three days. Wow. Jeez. And I was very young. And because this was in... 2016, 2017, 2017. And I, my editor from the pit, Don, he was there with me. So I wasn't like alone from my team. I, he was there cause he was writing the review and I was shooting it. Um, but I like was in the media tent and I'm like, there's no other women in here. Mm-hmm. And I, part of it goes to the sense that like faster horses is like a huge party. Everybody's drinking all day long. Yeah. And which is totally fine. Um, but I leaving the media tent, I was, like, groped a couple times walking through the crowd. Um, I would get comments kind of yelled at me by, like, attendees, not by, like, media mm-hmm. people. But it was the same thing, like, not the same thing in the sense that they were groping me in the media tent. But, like, it, they d- looked down on me. They're like, oh, there's just a girl, like, photographing. Like, she's just here to see Luke Bryan. Like, I'm like, well, <laughs> actually, You're like, no, I'm here to get crowd. shit done. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, I was there. Like, I was editing every day in the media. I was working just as hard as any of them. Yeah. And, um, which I thought it was kind of funny because they would bring beer every night around 5 o'clock. And I'm like, I'm not drinking. I'm working, which is totally yeah. fine. Like, I, Yeah. That's a but, balance. Um, it was just, which even showed more because I was underage at the time. So it was like I couldn't drink. Yeah. So it was even more like, why aren't you? I'm like, well, because I'm like 19 years old. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, on the last day, another woman showed up and it was kind of like a sigh of relief where I'm like, okay, like it's not just like, me covering this festival. Together, we yeah. got it. Get it done. Cool. And I mm-hmm. mean, and having 
like somebody working with you is, yeah. is super nice and comforting. And yeah. um, Olivia and I always talk about how Detroit is such a cool city because everybody's really willing to collaborate. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which you did kind of mention earlier. Um, but we haven't had a photographer yet in the studio. So this is kind of yeah. a cool yeah. uh, side of it to hear. So mm-hmm. as far as other people who are around, I mean, I know you're friends with a lot of people in bands, but yes. we do have a lot of photographers around as well. Yes. Um, I know Alexis Backus mm-hmm. shoots for you. Um, I'm yes. friends with her. So what is it like to kind of have so many journalists and photographers around and how do you guys all work together? I love it. Um, I think Detroit, especially we are all, we're very kind to each other. We're very, um, willing to help each other if there's any issues. Um, we inspire each other a lot. Like Alexis will like shoot a show and she'll show me like a cool new edit she did. And, um, like when I think there was a show, she like corrected red lighting we're like, it almost looked like it, it was no, everything was so natural. Right. I'm like, how did you do that? Red lighting is like a photographer's worst enemy. Like <laughs> you, you can't, if there's no any of, if there's no other tones in it, you're, it's got to go black and white mm-hmm. or you can make it pink, but like it still doesn't look natural. Yeah. And she did. And I was like, how did you do that? And it's so fun to like everyone that at least I've experienced with, we're so willing to like talk to each other about our processes and there's no secrets. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's something that I can definitely tell with like, I think it's something that younger photographers have this cl- sense of collaboration yeah. and we're in mm-hmm. this together. Cause like, it's again, when I'm at shows and there, I, I meet older photographers, it's very much like, I'm only going to talk to like the couple friends that I have. I'm not like, I'll introduce myself and say, hi, I'm Kaylee. And they're like, Oh, hi, I'm so-and-so. And then I never talk right. to them again. Mm-hmm. I think social media has a lot to do with that as well. Yeah, exactly. definitely. Online and you become friends before you get to the show and you get mm-hmm. there and they're like, Oh my gosh, I've been following you yeah. for years. Right. Like, I love your work. And mm-hmm. then you're able to kind of trade tips and things like that. Yes. Yeah. I'm like the, especially the music photography industry is so, it's such a tight knit community and we're so willing to collaborate with each other. And it's so cool. Cause like you see on Twitter and there's this photographer, Rob that I follow who's based in Chicago and he is like the kindest person. He works with hope for a day. Right. And, um, he's always like, he's so well known. And then it's always like, you see people meeting and there's like pictures of the two photographers and it's so heartwarming where it's like, mm-hmm. I don't want to meet the like artist. I want to meet their touring photographer. Um, and it's, so much fun because it's I also I'm a portrait photographer during the day and that industry is very secretive yeah we wanted to talk about that yeah too. <laughs> so if you again go on mm-hmm. and look at Kaylee's Instagram you will see like some sexy portraits of her friends yeah. which I love I love too I Thanks. really like I feel like we should do a photo shoot like one day or something yes. so I fancy. really want to yes. do that <laughs> I would love to do that they're so good thank so, you what is I mean what's it like to get to kind of be in that with your friends and kind of um, help portray that confidence that your friends have. It's so much fun. I love um, bringing out like that confidence in Mm -hmm. my friends. Um, If you look on my Instagram, you probably see Christina like a million times. She's my best friend. She's so willing to do like the nitty gritty work where I'm like, I have this shoot idea and I need you to like lay in water for a while or like sit in like a freezing cold shower and she's like okay (laughs) she's like just okay and she's so willing to do it and my favorite thing is when I send her the photos and she is like oh my god I look so beautiful like I look hot and I like that makes my heart so like full right because I love bringing that out and even like working at I work at Focal Point Studios so I take a lot of senior pictures Mm -hmm. which people forget senior pictures you know but I my favorite is when I get a client who they're like kind of shy, like haven't really come out of their shell yet. And 
they don't want their pictures taken. Yeah. They're kind of nervous. But, like, making that personal connection with them during the time. And then when they leave and they're like, that was actually really fun. I'm excited to see my pictures. Mm-hmm. I love bringing out that confidence. And, like, they haven't even seen their pictures yet. And, like, they feel confident in themselves. And they're just excited mm-hmm. to see them. Yeah. And I, especially with, like, working with younger people, like high school seniors, I love getting that reaction from them because it, it again it makes my heart warm that I'm like you like you're happy and like I love making them happy and um it could be like a mediocre shot but they think it's like the best thing because they felt so confident and it's something that um I I love doing every day yeah and I'm lucky to do it yeah <laughs> yeah do you have any like photographers either I mean around the world mm-hmm. or locally that really like inspire you mm-hmm. Adam Almakaias has definitely, like, from day one, been, like, one of my biggest inspirations. His work with A Day to Remember as a touring photographer, it it's his strongest work, and it blows me away every time. He's taken kind of a step back in the music industry. Um, Ashley Osborne is another photographer who I had previously mentioned. She does really cool, really work, good work. Um, there is Caitlin Dargan. She is on tour with Silent Planet right now. Her work is, it's, so, like, very branded to her, mm-hmm. but it's very, it's so, like, aesthetically pleasing, and it's pretty, which is so funny, because she's, like, on tour with, like, a metal band, and I'm like, this is a pretty photo. Yeah. Um, that juxtaposition's always cool, though, too. Yes. Yeah. Um, I guess those would be, like, nationally. Um, oh, and then there's Jordan Kelsey Knight, who she tours with I think Tonight Alive she tours with and then there's Beth um and I'm her last name is totally escaping me Sarvo she is on tour with State Champs right now they mostly female artists like or female photographers I love like their work and mm-hmm. I love seeing them grow with the bands that they're with um locally I don't know if do you guys know Jake Molka. I, we had yes, him we had him. Arts. I produced yes. that segment. Yeah, <laughs> he's so nice. Yeah. yeah, he's amazing. His work is his work great. blows me away every time. Yeah. He's covered some shows for us, and every time I get them back, I'm like, "You're gonna like put me out of my job here." Like these shots are that's amazing. Insane. I mean, that was a pretty yeah. Good that's list. Yeah. a pretty that's a pretty good list. Um, so you talked about um, your passions for mm-hmm. music and photography, and then you talked about the magazine. Yeah. So let's just like take a minute to talk about like you, like oh. what you like <laughs> to do, like for fun yes. and things like that. So wh- um, it's so funny because like most of my life is like work and school now. Right. That like it's like what do you do for fun? Well, I go to concerts, but I'm also working though. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, I have a boyfriend. His name is Jake. Um, he's actually in As We Divide, so which was another thing kind of starting off because I'm like I'm dating the guitarist and I yeah. don't. I would like tell them I'm like you cannot say I'm your girlfriend. I'm like don't introduce me as your girlfriend. You <laughs> just say, say I'm your photographer. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm like because I was so scared of that stigma of like I don't want to be known as just the girl who's with the band. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have some cool stuff coming out. Um, shameless little plug for them. They'll thank me for that <laughs> unless you edit this out. But um, leave it in, Jacob. <laughs> um, I. It's so funny because, like, my best friend, Christina, who I mentioned, I work Mm. with her at the photo studio. It's, like, all my, like, work and, like, friends are so intertwined, which I'm very lucky to have. Um, I like scary movies. Awesome. Um, What's your favorite scary movie? Ooh. Okay, so I love The Conjuring Universe. Like, I think it's so – because it's based off of, like, real I, like, can't watch that stuff. Like, I'm so terrified to, like, watch that. I – 
my favorite horror mm-hmm. movie is The Descent. Yes, we I talk about it all that. the time. It's, seen that it's on my list. Our friend Ryan over I here. I get scared is just by the trailer. <laughs> I'm like, what's me. going on? Why is there all this screaming and like dark oh, lighting? Oh, I'm like, no. Jesus. The Descent. Okay, I was super young the first mm-hmm. time I watched The Descent. My dad was like, here's a movie. Go watch it. So it was with my friend Michaela. We were in the basement. We watched oh, no. this movie. Mm-hmm. I was like sweating and crying the whole time I watched it, but I've seen it so many times now. I guarantee mm-hmm. you, I could stand up and act it out from start to finish. <laughs> I I would pay to love. see that. Was the second one as good or no? The like, second one is horrible. I hate when they, they should do have that. left it where it was. Oh no! But that movie is fantastic. If you ever had yes. the opportunity to watch it, I beg of you, it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. You know what's another good one? It's not really like scary, but we talked about it before. It's like suspenseful. Is mm-hmm. uh, don't breathe. Don't breathe. Which I set in Detroit. That, that one's so good. It's really really, really yeah. good. Really yeah, and good. it is. It's set in Detroit, which is really yeah. Good. That's another one that I've watched multiple times yeah uh yeah that movie's really cool yeah have you guys seen hereditary no no but i watched no. a trailer for that yesterday because yes. the director or something like he just came out with midsummer. another yeah midsummer. i haven't seen midsummer yet. and that one looks so strange i'm like what is freaking happening like i think it's one of the best scary movies that's been done it's really? like it's I, I see i can't say anything because you right. haven't seen it but yeah. you just need to watch it because okay, cause someone at work told me to watch that too mm-hmm. and i was like okay i feel like the time's come it's for me to list. like watch it yeah as a photographer do you think that you have an, an eye like keen to the cinematography part of it like is that something that you look for in a movie do you ever notice that like i always find <laughs> ever since working in production now mm-hmm. i watch movies and i notice so many things about the actual production that i sit there and i'm like critiquing for like, sure oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, look at mm-hmm. that like mm-hmm. oh they broke like the well i wouldn't even go there but like, <laughs> you look at look space and things like that that you just yeah. start to notice yeah. do, you, do you notice that now um i yeah i think i do it very unintentionally but right. like i'll be like watching a movie and I'm like, oh my gosh, that shot was like so amazing. Like, mm. so I'm watching Game of Thrones right now. I have not finished it, but I know mm. there's um, a shot coming up that I'm excited to see because it actually it went around on Twitter where it's like Daenerys. Do you guys watch Game of Thrones? I, I don't. Okay, I, I'm, I but don't. I think everybody <laughs> listening probably does because Olivia yeah. and I are the only two people on the face of the planet who don't. Watch I'm just it, like so. I'm not like I don't know. I just I'm not that interested. I'm sorry, <laughs> that, people don't like. No, no, totally how I felt at first and then I, I like would watch the first episode but I would never finish it and mm-hmm. then I finished it I'm like well now I have to see what happens next yeah, yeah. like my roommate Emily mm-hmm. she's like binging it right now yeah. she's obsessed and says it's so good and like some of the best like scenes in like TV history like she's ever seen mm-hmm. or in yeah. Game of Thrones besides that Starbucks cup that was left on the table I know I saw that online and that drove me crazy oh my god I'm like, yeah how that's so funny that? I don't know and I don't know how none of the editors noticed it mm-hmm. to edit it out who knows? That's, that's so funny. Mystery. I love that it's that wild. happened. That just like makes it but so proceed. funny. But proceed. You were talking yes. about Yeah. It. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. I know there's a scene coming up where it's in the last season and like Daenerys where she's like the mother of dragons. There's like she's like walking through the castle but behind her one of the windows one of her dragons like flies up and it's like the whole wingspan behind her and mm-hmm. it's like appears as if she has wings. Like, oh, behind, cool. Which I'm so excited to see it because I haven't seen it yet. So I think I'm more excited to see that visual than like you the nerd. end of the season. What a yeah. nerd. I'm have sorry. A nerd in here, guys. My boyfriend hates it. He's like, can't you just watch it for what it is? And I'm like, but look at how pretty that light right. is. You're like, let's take yep. a moment and appreciate what is happening. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Kaylee, we are kind of uh, on the end of this episode. Oh. So I want to give you a second to promote anything that you have okay. coming up or anything that Resurgent has going mm-hmm. on. Um, we will be publishing um, Jeff's article on Disrupt Festival, um, I would say early next week. We'll have that going live. Um, so that'll be up by the time you guys hear this. Mm-hmm. So Probably. definitely check it out. 
Yeah, check that out. Um, just our, I mean, our website in general and our social media. Um, on Instagram and Twitter, we are at Resurgent Mag. It's it, it's Resurgent without the end. So R E R R E S U R G E T Mag M A G. Um, and then we are resurgentmagazine.com. Um, which I'm sure Delaney is going to put the links um, yeah, in everything. Sure. I don't see them not doing that. They do we such a good you. job at this. Yeah. Thank you. Um, just our website and like take a look at all of our work. And um, we, fingers crossed, we'll be getting approved for Mopop. So Yay. we should have that nice. up. That's fingers crossed. We didn't get it last year. So this year we're like previewing the heck out of it and mm-hmm. awesome. trying to like, hey, give it to us, please. Yeah, build up to it. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, cool. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you guys so much. appreciate it. All right, guys, before we go, we want to give a special thanks to DTM Filmworks for presenting this podcast, the Detroit Foundation Hotel for letting us use their amazing studio, and our friend Jacob Stocking for all the -the behind-the-scenes work. Uh, And last but not least, Kaylee, we just want to thank you again for joining us today. Um, You guys can see her work Mm -hmm. on Instagram at Kaylee Howell Photo. Um, That's K-A-I-L-E-Y-H-O-W. E-L-L photo. Um, so definitely check that out. Uh, and of Thank course, you. you can look at Resurgent <laughs> mm-hmm. Magazine on social media uh, or their website as well. Uh, thanks again, Kaylee. Thank you, guys. Thank you. <laughs> this has been another episode of Industry Unpacked. I'm Delaney. And I'm Olivia. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.